Well, I am so excited to welcome London Kay to How to Build a Village. Now, London, you're world-renowned for your wonderful crochet creations. And I especially admire how you make political statements and observations using crochet and imagery. So I've been enjoying going through your recent creations on Instagram, but I would love to ask you what inspired you to communicate in this way? Well, I've been crocheting since I was 13 and it's always been a very therapeutic hobby in a way. Uh, when you crochet, it's just a chain of knots and it really lets you kind of process one thought at a time. I was a very like rambunctious kid. I, I danced my whole life and for some reason, crochet was the one thing that kept me in my place, sitting down and just calmed me. Um, so right from the start, I absolutely loved it. And when I graduated college, I had a full-time job working at the Apple store, selling computers, selling iPhones. And uh, I wanted to do more. I wanted to kind of figure out what my true purpose was. And crocheting was kind of always at the top of my list of my favorite things to do. And I also love random acts of kindness, bringing unexpected joy into people's day. So I combined those two passions and started putting up street art all made of yarn on the streets of New York City. Mm. And it was just so fun. The very first tree I wrapped in a scarf I had made, um, it was outside of my house in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn. And I thought it would come down the very next day or it would get dirty or something would happen. But the opposite, it stayed up. And within the first week, someone on my block stopped me and she said, her and her granddaughter stop at my tree every morning and it makes their day. And I was like, hmm, oh. I'm on to something here. <laughs> um, so I kind of just kept going and I gave myself a challenge. And for about 50 days in a row, I put up a different piece of street art. I didn't know what I was doing at the time, but before work, after work, lunch breaks, um, anytime I had was filled making the street art made of yarn. And after about two years of doing that with my full-time job, I was able to quit and have been crocheting uh, full-time since about 2016, uh, making large artwork and uh, hopefully inspiring people. And so what have you been creating lately? I, I love looking on your Made by London Instagram account to see some of the lovely recent ones you've made, like the, like the Peace Mural at the World Trade Center. Can you talk about what led you to create that? Sure. So part of my kind of overall brand of crocheting, I lead an organization called Love Across the USA, and it's made up of over 1,200 crocheters around the world. And we come together to create artwork larger than ourselves. And it's been a really real joy leading this project um, and inspiring so many people to take what usually you make at home, you spend time crocheting things for loved ones or smaller, it's something you think of in your house. And so to be able to take this and bring it outside and make st such big statements with our artwork um, has been really cool. So this year we created three murals in support of peace for Ukraine. Um, one is still up at the World Trade Center in New York mm -hmm. City. And um, the artwork was actually created for us by a 16 year old Ukrainian boy who is living as a refugee in Poland right now. And we took his art, translated it into a crochet pattern and um, created his design all out of yarn. And how do you do that? How do you translate the artwork into a pattern? I work with a wonderful pattern maker. 
Um, he is based out of the Midwest in the United States. And um, he's like more of an engineer brain. And so I'm able to send him my design and he's able to construct these patterns for us, which is very helpful. Um, so, yeah. I, I, I love the, how you are, create the, the patterns and the tools as well as the, the actual crocheted art. So can you explain how you developed your very own crochet hook? Sure. So I do a lot of these big projects and crocheting takes a long time. So I always need people to help me. And um, one thing is to make crocheting go faster. I like to use a really big crochet hook. And um, I was crocheting a billboard for Miller Lite beer. It was a going to go up in Times Square in New York City. And I needed about 50 people to help me. And because the hook I use is pretty specific, and I'd collected them over the years. I had to run to my local craft store and find a bunch of big hooks. And there really wasn't any good, big, comfortable crochet hook that I could find out there. Um, so I definitely love technology. Working at Apple, I've always been very techy. Um, so I used 3D printing technology to work on my own crochet hook design. And I took what was out there, combined all of my favorite features um, I added a twist to make it more ergonomic. I shortened the stem to make it fit in your hand better and ultimately went on to get a patent for uh, my crochet hooks, which is truly my, it's so fun. I love crochet hooks. I was just traveling in Israel and like any yarn store I go in when I'm traveling, the, yes, the yarn is fun, but it's so great to see all the different crochet hooks out there. But mine is certainly unique. So if you're thinking of getting into crocheting, uh, try out one of my hooks. It'll make it a lot more enjoyable. And, and where can people find them? Uh, you can get them on my website, londonk.com. You can also get them on Amazon. Um, those would be the two easiest place to get them right now. And if, so people who want to get into crocheting, where would you suggest they start? Uh, you know, this may sound a little... Uh, like an easy answer, but YouTube is incredible for learning things, being able to watch a video and go at your own pace. It's a really good way to learn. Um, also, I work with Vogue Knitting Live, and it's a wonderful way to get in. Well, now it's all virtual, which is great. You can be at home. You can learn from a teacher. You pick your classes. They do these virtual knitting lives, and, and they have crochet um, every month. And uh, that is a really great way to learn too and a good resource. Now you've made so many amazing displays. Which one would you say is your favorite or which one resonates the, the most with you? It's, it's hard to pick a favorite because I've done so many and each one mm -hmm. is so different and unique. But one that really stands out is um, I hung up this huge crochet dragon on uh, 14th Street and 6th Avenue in New York City. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, the, I had fire coming out of its mouth and it stretched for, I mean, maybe 25 feet. And uh, it stayed up for two weeks in New York, and which is a pretty good run for a yarn bomb in such a um, high traffic area. Mm -hmm. But what makes it so special is when it came down, people that live in the neighborhood and the community, they came out with ribbons saying, who took my dragon? Where is my dragon? <laughs> yeah, it was oh, just a I very... It was a fun way to see how like a community really embraces the art in their neighborhood and um, it becomes part of it. So that one was very special to me just because it was the first time I really had that aha moment. So of course you've created 
and yarn bond in New York and also in Los Angeles and then in DC. I mean, how had, how do different cities react or does it depend on the, on the timing? It's really crazy. I actually did this road trip across the country in a completely crocheted car um, for a company called Carvana. They, they sell and trade cars and they came to me asking to uh, wrap an entire vehicle in yarn. And I drove from California to Florida, all the way across the United States and going through a lot of different neighborhoods and areas. And we were greeted with absolutely nothing but smiles. There's something about this nostalgic feeling that crochet has when people see it. They think of a sweater their grandmother made or a blanket passed down from generation to generation. So I think crochet is a way to kind of break any sort of tension and sometimes tackle big topics um, in a much more lighthearted and welcoming way. And how do you come up with ideas for your, for your projects or do people and companies come to you? Uh, it's like, it's 50, 50. I mean, when companies come to me for work, that's great. Um, but then I still do street art and all those ideas are my own. Um, sometimes, you know, current events, things going on in the world, obviously mm-hmm. inspire me bright colors, but sometimes I'll just have like a bunch of blue yarn and be like, Hmm, I guess I could crochet like a giant blue whale. Um, so it really just depends on what's going on in my life, what's going on in the world and what supplies I have on hand. Cause I try and, to use what I have. <laughs> and, and what, um, how much time do you spend crocheting? Would you say a day? I mean, a dream is to spend 12 hours all day, every day crocheting. Uh. And sometimes I spend more, um, if I have big deadlines or whatnot, um, but it is my job. So obviously you have to do emails and presentations and all the admin side of it, along with the creative side. So I mean, at least four to five hours a day crocheting, but sometimes more, sometimes a little less. And I'm, I'm loving this backdrop with all of the beautiful colored yarns. What, what is your favorite type of yarn to use? I, oh, I love like, oh, I wish I had it right next to me, but I love like the fun fur, any, anything with a sparkle, um, fun textures, uh, things that are a little unique. Uh, really stand out to me, but acrylic yarn works best for putting it outside because it's very weatherproof. It doesn't fade and it's not as expensive as some of the like very specialty stains, but I'll use anything. Right. And, and so you're based in Los Angeles at the moment. What, what brought you out there? I'm from LA. So I grew up in Los Angeles. I moved to New York city for college And I lived there for 10 years and then I always wanted to move back. So it was just kind of a natural progression and it's great being close to family. And what, so what are you working on now? Oh my gosh. Um, I wish I could reveal everything. What can I say I'm working on now? (laughs) Um, I just hung up a uh, 31 foot by 27 foot mural in Dallas, Texas uh, celebrating Ruth Bader Ginsburg, um, mm. who fought for gender equality and women's mm. rights her entire career. Um, and that project, it was so big. Um, sometimes after things like that, I need a moment to like collect myself mm. and, uh, get ready to go again. But, uh, you know, new things every day, follow my Instagram made by London to see what comes next. And, and what has reaction been like to the Ruth Bader Ginsburg mural in Texas? Oh, I mean, I go into these things knowing that it's a very political climate and some Mm. people may react um, in a not so positive way, but having that kind of knowledge going into it and not being naive to it is helpful 
and knock on wood, but everything has been positive and very supportive and people are ready for the next one. So, um, so far, so good. Such a wonderful way to communicate. And it's so colorful and beautiful. It's, um, hard, not hard, not to love it. Um, and so what, where are some other places people can find you? We've got the made by London Instagram account, got your website and, um, other places people should look. Of course, you've got your book. Yeah, my book, Crochet with London K. It has projects for both indoor and outdoor projects, and they're really good for beginners. Um, also, the last half of the book is um, a bunch of photos of all my street art with stories um, behind each one. Um, so if you did, did want to learn more about kind of the inspiration behind different projects, that's a really fun read. Um, but those would be the two best places. I'm dabble, dabbling on the TikTok at London K. Um, but Instagram, my website, from there, you can find everything and anything. Wonderful. Well, I can't wait to see what you do next. Thank you.